Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Excuse me! This is Vicki Guinnettle, and you're listening to Going In Wrong. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw. Yeah, I got to drop the tattoo off. Time is a ticking. This is the weak yeah. window that we have for the neck tattoo. Yeah. If you wait too long, then uh, I, hell, I might only have to wear it for like two or three days. So. I know, exactly. So I need to get, I need to beat feet to that house. Time is a ticking. TikTok, as Killer Cross would say. Uh, let's hop right into the news. This is some. Uh, this is some heavy stuff. I, I want to get yeah. through this so that we can talk about some more fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, this is a bummer, man. Uh, Alberto uh, Del Rio, uh, co- commonly known as Alberto Del Rio, uh, has been arrested. News broke yesterday via News 4 in San Antonio, that former WWE champion uh, whose real name is Jose A. Rodriguez uh, Chukuan, uh I think is how you sp- uh, say that name. Uh, was arrested after accusations that he beat and sexually assaulted a woman. Uh, this is some some really nasty stuff here. In an yeah. affidavit filed by the victim, uh, Alberto is accused of assaulting her on multiple occasions, with the most recent happening May 3rd, where Del Rio, uh, quote, accused the victim of being unfaithful. She claimed he became angry when she wouldn't admit to the infidelity, so he slapped her across the head, slapped her again, then took her to his downstairs bedroom and slapped her eight more times. He also threatened to take her son and drop him off in the middle of the road somewhere. Uh, it gets worse from there. Allegedly, there was a sexual assault for several hours. Uh, Del Rio was charged with second-degree felony second uh, sexual assault and was released after posting a $50,000 bond. Yeah, the uh, details are really bad. Yeah, really, they're really bad. they're graphic and they're bad, and I really don't want to. You know, you can you can read them for yourself. Yeah. Um, if true, this is like devastating for you know any number of people, uh, and obviously he needs to be put away for a long, long time. If true, he'll have his time in court to to defend himself. Uh, but certainly, this is ugly, ugly business for Alberto Del Rio. Hopefully, the victim yeah. in this case gets. Uh, you know the help that she needs absolutely um but uh but yeah this is this is ugly stuff and uh i mean obviously he's no stranger to controversy his entire relationship seemingly with page uh was fraught with incident after incident mm-hmm. um and uh and yeah it's uh it's it's pretty bad stuff i i i would doubt at this point that any door back open to the wwe that he claimed to have been open is, is probably still that 
Well, that always seemed to be a, a, a one-way thing anyways, where it felt like he wanted the door back in, but uh, you know, seemingly from WWE's point of view, that door was or had already been shut for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I would highly doubt that that door will ever be opened mm. uh, from, from, from WWE. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move on, man. Uh, if yeah. you guys want to read the details on that one, you can. Uh, but uh, let's talk about this. Uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm walking on on thin ice, man. Uh, because right. I don't want to, I don't want to set you off again. Uh, but uh, there might be some sort of very simple, very simple explanation about Otis's Money in the Bank win last night. Uh, yeah, Larson, would you like to talk? And about you know that? what? I guess we you should have all seen it coming. Um, given bits of news floating about late last week during the lead up to Money in the Bank. So first, Otis talked uh, uh, what he would do if he won the Money in the Bank briefcase during an interview with Digital Spy, where he noted that, quote, if I get the briefcase, I'm not going to say it in Otis' voice. <laughs> if I get the briefcase, we're challenging for the tag titles. I don't think there's a rule of what titles to challenge for. I'm pretty sure it was the 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 top titles in each brand, but anyways. Um, so we're going to challenge for the tag team titles, cash it in, and that's what's going to happen. Then uh, Melser mentioned this week's newsletter that quote regarding the Otis uh, Rose storyline and Andrea uh, Listenberger, the writer who was released a few weeks ago and credited with it a lot. Perhaps most of the Otis stuff is from Vince McMahon, who likes the character. Yeah, Vince likes Otis. Otis talking digital spy about plans. For cashing in the briefcase, I guess I should have put more credence to the idea of Otis winning it, which I put absolutely zero. No, not zero, just not a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I just saw the writing on the wall for the past couple of weeks, how they they're like they had him winning singles matches. They had him win a match at Mania, this, that, the other. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. That's, that's sort of what I figured. Although I only had one confidence point in it because AJ made all the sense in the world. Um so, uh, this is not shocking at all. Vince likes you. He's going to do cool stuff with you. Um, the only question here is, will he continue to Yeah, like that's Otis? the real question. I mean, how many times has he become uh, uh, infatuated with a particular character only to sour on that particular character eventually and then get some semblance of buyer's remorse uh, in the middle of a push? Well, okay, so here's here's my question. I don't remember necessarily. So, like... Let's say, let's for example, the most, the most, uh, the most infamous, I guess, if you will, money in the bank winner, uh, Mister Kennedy, who uh, got tricked into uh, giving up his money in the bank briefcase to Edge, lost it in a match. Uh, that wasn't a case of buyer's remorse. No, it wasn't. It was a, it was a misdiagnosed injury. Mm-hmm. But Sandow, buyer's remorse, probably. Granted, he wasn't tricked out of the briefcase. Sandow uh, was he lost to Cena. Yeah, I wonder. I really wonder what the story. Because here, here's the thing. Yes, there has been buyer's remorse. We know that. Um, Early Dolph was a situation where there was some buyer's remorse, too. Yeah, I wonder how, I'll put it this way. I wonder, in terms of the lead up, how much Vince was into any of those people. I mean, he seemed to waffle a lot. Cody himself has said, and just recently, that there were two times uh, that he was told. 2012 and 2013, yeah. He was told that he was going to win it, and then day of, he was told that wasn't going to be the case. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and so I don't know, like, I, I don't know that aspect of it, how much he was, he's been into, for example, Damian Sandow. And then he turned around and was like, oh, this isn't a good idea. Um, if, if Vince really likes Otis, 
I, you know, then he's he's going to get at least some sort of push. You would think after this, and then if something clicks in Vince's brain where he's like, mm, I really don't see it, be it the ratings or what have you, but the ratings are weird right now, anyways, because of, and on top of that, the ratings went I think up this past week on SmackDown um, for the Money in the Bank Go Home. Are they still like well below normal levels? Absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, I wonder if Mr. Sinister here in, in the Twitch chat mentions Baron later became buyer's remorse. Well, I think that was, uh, just as much to do with something Baron probably did as opposed to any sort of change of thought or change of heart that Vince may have had about him. I mean, you couldn't really call Triple H's King of the Ring loss in 96 when it was supposed to be a win buyer's remorse. That was, that was uh, punishment. punishment. So yeah, that's different. That was different. Yeah. So I don't know. Vince is uh, Vince is an oddball character. Uh, everything. Right. The entire wrestling industry is based off his whims. So uh, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. But uh, exactly. The, Who knows? Meantime, uh, we, we might find something out Friday where uh, Otis gets tricked into putting that briefcase up, and then uh, he's not briefcase holder anymore. Let's you take this know. one step further. What is it about Otis? Do you think Vince finds so appealing? He just thinks he's funny. I guarantee you, he just thinks he's funny. Yeah. I like that. Okay, here's the thing, though. Haven't there been, there's been, like, Vince would find people funny and not, like, push them to the moon, though, right? Like, is is humor now a litmus? Like, is that is that like, oh, you're funny, you're going to get pushed? I think that's a lot of it. I think he probably reckoned, look, I still maintain that Otis, the last couple of Otis wins, the last couple of Otis moments would have gotten the biggest crowd reaction. Probably. For, for a lot well, of, there, for, for a lot well, of people. I, you know, I think, I think, the larger wrestling fan base probably finds him funny. He can be funny. He can I know his character to a certain extent is is dullard, but he his his story with Mandy especially has is has been fairly well grounded. It never got too ridiculous. Yeah. Um, here's... He comes off as fairly relatable. Uh, okay, see that's the thing. That's the thing is that I think the idea of Otis, and this is where there I think this is where the main roadblock is going to be is that the idea of Otis is relatable because he's the everyman, right? He's the yeah. schlub actual Otis, the way he's presented. I don't know anybody like that. No, not at all. Not at all. Right? It's the so, idea here. will present this guy who doesn't look like your typical WWE wrestler, much less the type of guys historically Vince has, 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 has said, all right, let's put the belt on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like really about nothing about Otis is relatable. So like I don't know anybody else who goes around going man. Exactly. I don't know anybody like that. Exactly. You know? And so that's going to be the thing is that if and when I noticed it this past week, are they going to be able to sort of de-dullard to to undullard Otis to try to make him relatable and be able to keep what makes him appealing, which is kind of the weird stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 the the entertainment factor of the weird stuff. Yeah. I guess plus you know he's got the I like I like meat blue collar solid every man appeal in that respect at least in terms of the branding they aim for that uh-huh. um you know that beyond just the weird stuff mm-hmm. so it's this weird it's this weird amalgam of relatable and completely unrelatable mm-hmm. uh that i guess appeals to vince and maybe the larger fan base i don't know exactly yeah uh this is kind of cool though uh wwe might just be planning i mean we've seen this already uh, shorter pay-per-views. This might have actually been something that's kind of confirmed. According mm-hmm. to WrestlingNews.com, we can no, expect... Oh, What's Did that? Oh, that's CO. Sorry, CO. Sorry, that's my bad. We can expect more pay-per-views like Money in the Bank because, quote, the plan is for pay-per-view times to be shorter until they can get fans 
back in the arenas. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. I think even when they do get fans back in the arenas, they should be aiming for no more than three, three and a half hour pay-per-views. One of the reasons that TakeOver is so good, they never overstay their welcome, man. Exactly. You tell the stories you need to tell, and that's it. And you get out. Mm-hmm. You totally you do what you need to do, and you get out. You don't overstay your welcome. And I think Money in the Bank accomplished that quite well last night. Hell, the, the two-day WrestleMania. You know, both days were, what, three hours of the main card, three and a half hours? It was great. It Never was overstayed great. their welcome. I loved it. Never. I thought it was fantastic. Absolutely. Same. Same. So hopefully they, they – uh, the real key will, will be, you know, with Su- SummerSlam apparently not going to be happening in Boston. Um, you know, assuming that they don't get another arena to do it in, are they going to have fans in? So at the Performance Center, essentially, is it going to be a situation where they're going to – adhere to that philosophy for one of the major four shows, which are typically longer than your rank and file B level Mm pay-per-views. Um, you know, I guess that'll be the real test of this new philosophy from Vince or whomever it's from. Um, are we going to try to have one of the major fours at the performance center post mania and keep it within the three hour time window? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That might be tough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. SummerSlam's a big deal. Make that two days until you can get fans back in as well. Uh, maybe Survivor Series. I don't know. They should do a hey, uh, Royal Rumble two days. Uh, one with the men's, one with the women's. But by de- by, by January, they're we're gonna have fans back. Unless that's where, unless that's when the second wave hits, man. Then we gotta go shut everything back down. It could be. You never know. Could be. Uh, another thing that could be. Uh, Sting could be done with WWE. Uh, this could very well be non-news. But the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, that's the show hosted by uh, the recent release WWE superstars Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder, and uh, Brian Myers, Kurt Hawkins, tweeted out, quote, due to circumstances out of our control, um, Sting needed to be removed from the Legend Series 7. We'll look to include this figure in a future wave if he becomes available to us again. So when you read that, it seems like some sort of... uh, uh, business type stuff which means sting can't be involved or won't uh or can't allow his likeness to be used to produce this action figure um so you're thinking all right no new sting action figure what's the huge deal here well cody responded to that tweet with that gif of him from the intro being the elite where he Mm -hmm. does this Mm -hmm. listening listening Mm -hmm. um so uh, sting was under wb legends contract so maybe that deal's expired. Therefore, WB can't produce any uh, uh, additional collector's items, toys, memorabilia mm. uh, with his likeness on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if so, if that's the case, if Sting is a free agent, what if he ends up in all elite wrestling? Yeah, that uh, that could very well be. Um, Imagine him and Darby Allen. That'd be awesome. That'd be pretty neat, man. That'd be cool. You know, it'd be rad if... Uh, did Hey, did you ever see that uh, somebody mentioned... Again, I hate doing this, but somebody mentioned that Darby might have gone to film school. Oh, I, I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No wonder his promos are so rad. Could you imagine some of that, like Darby producing like a little Sting promo thing? Oh, it'd be amazing. Wouldn't that be great, man? That's hog heaven for Darby, Darby Allen. You'd think right there. Yeah, that'd be pretty great. Um, I mean, I think Darby's probably a Sting fan. Everybody, you know, says, "Hey, you're like Sting." So <laughs> if he's yeah. not, he better start being. <laughs> I guess so. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know how much like the Legends contract. Uh, Remember the Legends contract? At least what we heard about some of them. They don't pay a whole hell of a lot. 
I, yeah, depending on like Hogan has like the biggest legends contract. That's Probably. Like and and, I, I, and the, the number I have in my head is like 10,000. Yeah, my but feeling that's got my feeling for... is that essentially like the downside. That's the minimum. And then you get paid for appearances. That would be my guess. Yeah, but I would think that for Sting, even the, the the minimum would be probably more than your average. You would you would hope so. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. Um, but I don't uh, know why I have the number ten thousand stuck in my head. But no, I remember that number two. I remember that number two. Um, I mean, you know, like uh, uh, I don't know if if uh, who else is on a Legends contract these days. Uh, like Booker T is Booker T on a Legends contract, probably right. I, I mean, suspect, I can see yeah. that ten thousand dollars plus like appearance fees and stuff like that because you're not really doing anything. Guy mm-hmm. like Sting, he might you know value his uh, his status a bit more. He might get more than that, you know. Maybe, maybe. maybe. I, I mean, it seems like the the downside is essentially like a like a retainer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Effectively, yeah, and you. then all right, you, you, if we need you, like when Sting did that uh, uh, teenage mutant ninja turtle thing, mm-hmm. where the pictures on the red carpet, he looked like he looked dead inside. <laughs> to do even that through the, even through the face paint, he looked dead yeah, inside. Man. The yeah, eyes man, don't lie. Miserable. No, they don't. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> Uh, that'd be right. I'd love to see Sting in AEW. Why not? Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, tonight we have a Raw. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to do a preview, Steve? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, first, Becky Lynch, as advertised, will confront Woman's Money in the Bank contract holder, Asuka. Uh, yeah. This is, I mean, they, they said this. They've been saying this for two weeks. How we've known it's a Raw women, Raw yeah. women's competitor who's going to win that thing. Yeah. Uh, next, Edge is on the hunt for Randall Orton. Thought this feud was over. Guess not. Apparently, they want to do an hour-long match now. Meandering through the warehouse. Uh, yeah, man. And then... Uh, Every bit of it, the performance center they didn't explore the first time, they're going to explore tonight. Exactly. And then, uh, finally, how will... Oh, yeah, this match didn't happen, huh? How will the Street Mm-mm. Profits Viking Raiders rivalry evolve? They uh, ride around in an SUV, and they all do sing-alongs to the there diary you go. song. <laughs> Yay for Raw. <clears throat> all right. Are you ready to answer some questions? Yes, let's answer the questions. If you want to hop on the Twitch, I right. will be on the Twitters. Sounds good. All right. Uh, Nas plays. Uh, Larson should get a Steve tattooed across his neck like Taker did with Sarah. No. Well, I think what we should do is uh, do like the bum fights thing where we are going in raw across the forehead. No good? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm trying to get to my to the darn... The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, Enforcer says, Larson, Infinity Scarf is your friend for this week. I'm not probably going to leave the house at all, so I'm not that concerned about it. If I am, I'll put like a hoodie on, even though it's hot. <laughs> It's like 90 degrees outside. It was like that day in college where it was 100 degrees in the in San Fernando Valley. You roll into the class with a sweater on. Yeah, we're all, why are you wearing a sweater, man? It's so hot out. What you buying your own business, Larson? <laughs> Is that what I said? That's your actual response. <laughs> well, you're probably on my D's nuts, man. Stop leaving. Hey, if I want to wear a sweater in 95 degree, 100 degree heat. You see the sweat rolling down your... The truth is probably he had nothing else clean. He, that was like the only sweater, the only shirt he had available. Uh, No, I really... I remember that. It was a green one. I really liked it. Yeah. I really yeah. liked it. I had, I'm probably, I'm sure I had a shirt under it because that's how I rolled with that. So I yeah. was wearing two shirts at the time. Wow, even hotter. Live and learn, man. Too. Hey, if I if I knew the joys of tank tops back then, uh, I would have been sporting a tank top every day. But you live and learn. Yeah, I guess so. Life uh, is just a, life is a learning process, man. Mm-hmm. Juan Guerrero Jr., Mister Triple, Senor Triple Mania. In terms of oh brother, where art thou? Now that Otis is Mister Money in the Bank, can he be the paterfamilias? Is he bona fide? <laughs> is he a dapper Dan man? I think he's a fop guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely not a dapper Dan man. Uh, can he be the paterfamilias? I think he'd make a great paterfamilias. Uh, and I, I don't know about the bona fide. Well, I guess he's got the bona fides. Well, he's got the briefcase now, so I guess he's got some measure of bona fides. Mm, he's a suitor. He is. He <laughs> he's is, a, he suitor. is a suitor. He is a suitor. I love that movie. God, That's I such love a that fun movie. movie. Um, glamorous Jar. So when Corbin goes to prison for double homicide, will we get to see a prison yard brawl match between him? Oh, gosh. And Alberto Del Rio. Jeez. No, oh, you got to read those before you read them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Lord Ziffer of the Dark Order. Do you see the scenario of Otis gifting Mandy the money in the bank briefcase as something that's possible? If so, what are your thoughts on that? I do not see that taking no, place. I, I think her happening. character, as it's written, uh, would turn that offer down even if he did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Me pre-read the next question here. Okay. Uh, one Nava three or someone convinced Vince to have Otis win. I mean, Triple H uh, mentioned Otis in like an NXT profile a couple years back. It was Otis and Alistair uh, that got noticed in there or mentioned mm-hmm. significantly. Mm-hmm. So we know Triple H is high on Otis. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe he, uh, you know, had a, a talk or two with Vince about 
But it's his potential. I don't know. Look, look at this guy. Oh, he's a riot. He's great. Look at him. Air Listen humping. to him. He just goes, eh. That's what he does all the time. Eh. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Sean Lathrop. Uh, which is more likely, Drew versus Jinder or Tucker versus Otis? Oh, it's got to oh. be Drew. Nobody wants to see Tucker versus Otis. Nobody wants to see that. No, Drew versus Jinder is 100% happening. That's totally happening, probably sooner than later. Yep. Diehard Homer is Baron the Roman of the heels in WWE. He is always on the precipice of becoming top heel, only to have it taken away from him. That's not a terrible, that's not a terrible take. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think Baron is just solid sort of B-level heel who I think one day will achieve A-level heel status just by virtue of him being around a long time. I think he's sort of like, I think he's like the Miz, but like he was more advanced when he came in. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, Tim Preston. During COVID, they have amped up the sports entertainment thing, and he, Otis, represents that. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because he's he's a very accomplished amateur wrestler. Yeah, and he doesn't really meet his finisher is is a caterpillar elbow. Mm-hmm. You know that is pretty much as sports entertainment as it gets. But we've seen. I mean, you know, obviously there is that we talk about the the match he had with Champ in NXT. It was really good, really good match, and even his singles matches, like his match with Dolph, was actually a really good match. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, thank you, Spitfire, for the sub. Thank you, Spitfire. Greg Morris, what would you rather have happen? Otis cashing in on the main title and losing or cashing in on the tag titles? Uh, he says the tag title option is beyond stupid to me. We haven't talked too extensively about that. I find it difficult to believe that Vince would be, given what we know, given what the Revival has said, and I believe them. I take them for their word about how yeah. they perceive Vince and how he perceives the tag division, which mm-hmm. is not in high regard, yeah. um, I find it difficult to believe that the, that heavy machinery is even really going to be a thing. Um, it feels more like well, Otis is, is a singles guy now. Uh, I mean, I, I guess the in terms of, of cashing in on the tag titles, I I would be that's that's like two percent botch territory in my mind. Um, yeah, you know the the tag division isn't viewed, you know that. The, as a high priority, seemingly mm-hmm. again, you bring up the revival, but also, you know, just on how it's presented on TV, this is a bit better on SmackDown as opposed to raw, but overall they're not given the focus. They probably uh, deserve at times. Right. Um, but it just seems like they have a lot of legwork to do to get Otis to the point where he's a believable world champion. Mm-hmm. And granted, I know they have a year. If he comes out on SmackDown on Friday and says, eh, eh, <laughs> WrestleMania, I'm coming. And it says I'm gonna <laughs> cash in then. Um, then you got that year, you got that match, you know, uh, lockdown. You can do the Kennedy thing where you can have the countdown, X number of days till WrestleMania thirty seven. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe they'll do that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh Mr. Sinister, uh <laughs> this is silly. He says, well, we got a live sex show this Friday on SmackDown with Otis and Mandy. And what are the odds of Ric Flair interrupting the celebration by air thrusting down the <laughs> ring? Probably not. Probably, Probably not going to happen. Uh, Dang MQ, in honor of Jerry Stiller, rest in peace. What are your favorite moments of him as George's dad uh, on Seinfeld? I mean, it's the Festivus episode. Yeah. Yeah. That, there's that. Um, there's the stop short. The, I always love the, yeah, stop short. the stop short. Stop short was short. good. 
because how he described it, he's such a weird. He had such a weird body movements. Yeah, he, he did. It was, short. His arms are always so stiff. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I liked uh, uh, Kramer. Kramer. What, what do we call this place? Uh, the place to be. That's right. It's the, the place, place to, to be. be. The Manzir. <laughs> the Manzir. It's the bro Manzir. <laughs> Manzir. <laughs> uh, this is a great question. Uh, breakout Blake Elizondo says Zach Ryder was on Chris Van Vliet's show mm-hmm. and told a story where him and Hawkins got death stares from veterans because they were in the wrong locker room and wrong is in quotation marks. So, you know, uh, even though it was the male talent room, it was disrespectful. What are other stupidest, stupid, childish respect things in wrestling? Shaking everybody's hand as mandatory, which has to be out the window now. You would think so right now. Everybody's doing the elbow so. bump. I think that's really silly. Um, I always thought that it was dumb back in ECW when, like, if you wouldn't take a chair shot to the head, to the head yeah. without protecting yourself, you were considered, like, less of a human or whatever. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What about you? Do you have any, like, ridiculous... No, those are good answers. I was going to say the handshake thing. That's... I always thought that was... Cool. I mean, let's go and say hi, acknowledge somebody. The, the, the act of actually going around and shaking everybody's hand. Mm-hmm. Like, to a degree, I understand, you know, yeah, like you said, going around and, and introducing yourself, which I guess shaking the hand would, would come into it. Yeah, um, but, you know, if you if that's that's one thing. But if you're, you know, you're in a situation, I assume when uh, uh, this was mentioned about Ryder and Hawkins, it was when it wasn't a recent occurrence. It was something that happened when they first joined the company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a thing where, say, it's your first day, you go around and introduce yourself, you shake hands then. Well, your next day in the job, do you still do you still have to go and go and shake everybody's hands all over again? Seemingly, that's the case. I mean, I feel kind of feel like you shake hands first after that. Hey, hey, Mark, feels how's like it going? A giant waste of time. I know. Got to go in there. I got to spend five minutes shaking everybody's hands. I know. This seemed like the most efficient use of time. Uh, <laughs> Griffin of Might Sting is under Legends, still under Legends contract, so. Yeah, I don't know. Did I mean maybe the action figure thing had to do more with like the li- like is there a separate licensing deal that they make with the like t- like um 2K games. Like I don't think that's related to the Legends deals, the Legends contracts. They approach the wrestlers um on Individually, their own terms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I don't know if there's a separate licensing deal associated um like when it comes the, to the wrestler with the, with the with the Legends that is with 2K, not like yeah, like yeah. the roster is the roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for for legends contracts, what kind of licensing uh, arrangement, if any, is within that? Or if that's simply like literally just a retainer? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Jonathan Otis needs to get rid of the caterpillar for a more legitimate move. Uh, designate and name a new move for him. A new finish for Otis. So the okay. So to relate this to something else, because I've seen this as well. The Rock had the people's elbow. Which yeah. was, but but he also would use the sharpshooter sometimes and every once bottom, in a while, and he'd have the rock bottom, um, which looks like a legitimate move. But he did finish off a lot of people with the people uh, with the people's it, elbow. Yeah, but it never started that way. You know, his finish uh, as as the rock, as long as I can remember, was the rock bottom. And mm-hmm. as people's elbow became more popular, mm-hmm. he would use that on occasion as yeah. a finisher. But that wasn't his finisher to begin with. Okay. Um, and then uh, Cena's five knuckle shuffle was that ever actually a finisher? Mm-mm, I don't I think it was an actual so. finisher. Don't yeah. believe so. So I kind of agree with that. I think that Otis needs. I think that's one big move they can make 
to legitimize him as, okay, we can take this guy at least in the ring seriously mm-hmm. is if he has, I mean, look, the, the, uh, what are they called? The, the, the compactor, the, uh, yeah. the, yeah, like that's a cool, that's, that looks like that move is, is legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have yeah. two, 300 pound guys. Yeah. On top of you, all of a sudden. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Some variation. I on got that. it. No, I got it. He should do a fun splash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Running cross body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come or out of nowhere. War, or like a warrior splash. Just a splash in general. But the fun yeah. splash is great. Yeah. Come out of nowhere, man. Uh, Captain Sin Sting could be Darby's Jake Roberts. That'd be awesome. Caesar. Uh, Nick, yeah, that'd be great. Nick says, uh, will UFC hurt? Yeah, I want to see Darby Allen try to teach Sting how to skateboard. But instead, he gets like a scooter instead. Uh, Nick, will UFC hurt double or nothing considering they'll be holding an event on the same day? I suppose it remains to be seen. I'm not sure how much crossover there is. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, uh-huh. Ricardo Fernandez uh, now we already talked about that. Sorry, sorry, Ricardo. He asked if uh, Otis is going to cash in on a singles or a tag title. I think singles. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, ah, Omar Ruiz. Do you think Braun will face the Fiend at the next pay per view? Uh, if the yes. next one is Backlash, it feels like that's going to be the case. And they'll probably extend it into SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. But man, the more I think about that Braun match, the actual meat of that match was actually his, probably his best match we've ever seen. Oh, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It was really good. Uh, Dreville, I truly think Oscar will be chasing the NXT Women's, Women's Championship. Yeah, I don't see that happening. He, oh, he thinks what now? Oscar will use Money in the Bank to go after the NXT Women's Champion. Oh, no. I hope that doesn't happen. Who's the uh, so Bailey is the SmackDown and Becky then, on Raw and then Charlotte and NXT. Well, Becky's confronting Oscar. I mean, I guess we'll find out what what happens with that. But Becky has three pretty tough opponents staring at her, staring at her right now. Oscar, Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. They've actually done a pretty good job uh, building up Oscar, Nia Jax, and and maybe to a lesser degree Shayna Baszler. But to be honest with you, I I know that like if if there were crowds, Shayna might have gotten that title. But yeah. I kind of appreciate that she's still there, but she's not extra dominant, and there are other mm-hmm. people sort of at her level. Um, it'd be interesting to, like, you know, when when Oscar first came in, it was sort of the same thing. It's like, how do you bring somebody in that was so dominant in NXT and and have it be anything but underwhelming? It just it takes time yeah. to reintroduce somebody. Like, I, I don't agree with everything he did with Oscar, but uh, you know, she's. If you got the talent, eventually you're probably going to stand out, as long as Vince likes you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's 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 the thing. If Vince likes you, then sure. Uh, Dark Dank Lucha. Maybe this Rey Mysterio murder is actually long term booking for Dominic Mysterio's first feud with the man who took his dad's life. Slow Wolfpack Baron Corbin. <laughs> there you go. Oh, this is good. Jonathan Ray versus Alistair cinematic match to escape from limbo. Oh, I like that. They're in purgatory. It's That's like uh, they have their own mini free one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Muted Mayday. Are we going to get more Styles versus Undertaker? I would be surprised if that didn't happen. Uh, yeah, me too. Man, this was. I, I would love for that to happen at like SummerSlam, like the rematch, mm-hmm. and AJ has to like purge the, the purge Undertaker for uh, you know 
Like now that he's been buried like Undertaker, there's a bit of Undertaker inside of his head, you know, like AJ will see stuff, yeah. but other people won't. Yeah. He's in the wall. Dark Dank Lucha. What if this leads to a storyline where Ray and Alistair are stuck in the afterlife and have to make their way back to the physical realm? So it's all good stuff. This is all good stuff. It, all good it, stuff I, I am fascinated to see why that really should be number. They wake story up on the on lost the island. What's that? It's a they lost wake up island. On the exactly. lost island. Yeah. yeah. Um, that should have been on the raw preview. Like, you know, yeah, I know, but the, you know, the way they kind of undersold that to begin with, I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, Zondo sting becoming Darby's coach. Does sting take on Darby's face paint or should Darby change to crow paint? I don't think anybody has to change their paint. I think there should be like a little bit of crossover if they become like best friends. Um, mm. then I think there should be like a little hint of crossover, like maybe sting, uh, I don't know. Only does half his face or something, but it's still staying. That makes sense. The Burton Great Ass uh, rebuilding to Lashley versus McIntyre at SummerSlam. Uh, I don't know if they're doing Bob Lashley. I have no idea what they're doing with Bob Lashley. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's a couple. There's a couple decent challenges right now. You got Bob Lashley. Um, you got uh, you got Jinder, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Keep those guys strong. And uh, yeah, you'll 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 have a lot of chances for uh, for Drew to head into yep. SummerSlam against probably Brock Lesnar because he's been literally the main event of every SummerSlam going like back years like in a row, six right? years or something or eight something. Yeah, like man. That. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's by since 2012 since he came back, huh? Uh, I think it was 2012, and then 2013 was Daniel Bryan versus uh, Cena. Oh, Cena, yeah. Yeah. And then after it's from 2014 on, it's been Brock. That's crazy. That's my studying for Quizlemania. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Shad Breppard of realsportsless.org uh, says, uh, real going in raw insiders are calling what happened to Larson. The Stanford screw job. Is there any validity to the rumors that the mystery of Big Red's disappearance was all the work and everyone that bought into it are Mark's? <laughs> Well, it depends on what your 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 version of the word work is. I admitted yeah. I admitted last night on the Money in the Bank show that uh, I'm not proud of it. Kind of proud of it. A little bit proud of it. You're I'm actually proud. proud of it. No, you're I'm, very pr- you're I'm very, very proud, proud of it. It's you're probably very my crowning achievement that uh, the entire Big Red affair was all me. None, not none, none of it was Larson, but it was all me. No, I I had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I knew from day one when you said, "Oh, it, it was stolen," that you're up to no good. I knew mm-hmm. it because the if it had really been stolen from your car, you would have told me that night. Uh, uh, yeah. Let the fiend in. Imagine Vince building the tag division after the revival leaves. Sounds very Vince to me. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, Chris John. Chris John. What are percentage the percent chance that Otis is a world champion within the next year? It's eighty-two percent. That still no, leaves. That's the, six, that's the success rate of previous money in the bank cash in, but you got to take his case. It still his leaves. Case is, that's that's like the gambler's fallacy where you think on uh, the roulette table has come up red like 10 times, so it's got to hit black next, even though each individual spin is not quite 50 50 in the roulette wheel because you get the zero and double zeros there. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the odds are. It's all up to Vince. So you can't say it's 82% chance because you can say it's a 50 50 chance that Vince changes his mind at any given point. You can't actually use any percentages when determining if a person's going to change their mind. So all I can go off of is history 
here's the thing. A 20% chance is still a very good chance. It's still a really good chance. The 2016 uh, presidential election, the, the winner of that ended up, he had going into it in most aggregate polls, a 25% chance of winning. That's a one in four chance. Yeah, I know math. Just saying. 20% is uh, not nothing. No, it's not nothing, but it's it's, it's a far cry from 82. Uh, White Brownie, 92, should they bring back Ray's who's that jumping out the sky theme? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, they should. Yes, they should. Uh, Dalen Dula, you've been tasked with creating a brand, a band, sorry, comprised of only professional wrestlers. Who do you play to pick the funkiest bass lines possible? You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Try to think of if I can... I don't know if anybody on the, on the current roster. I just don't. I'm sure there is. I just don't know who might be a, a, a musician. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I know Leo Rush. He's got a burgeoning hip hop career. Mm-hmm. I know Keith Lee uh, does the vocals for his theme, as does Tyler Breeze. But in terms of playing instruments, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if it's just based on my supposition, I would think I would think Leo Rush. I mean, only because he has shown a proclivity for music. He's actually released mm-hmm. stuff. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'd have to go with him. I have no idea about anybody else. Yeah, I don't know either. Don't know. Don't know. Uh, Alex Ochoa, will the mailbag be added to the iTunes version? Because recently on Mondays, I only see the news brief with no mailbag. Well, that was only last week. The weeks before that, there was, was totally only last week. Yeah. Uh, glamorous jar. So if Lashley is aligned with MVP now, is this the start of a modern day nation of domination along with Cedric and Ricochet? With who being aligned with who? Oh, Lashley and MVP. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want them to go back and do like old stuff. Um, look, unless unless you want to say there's some new faction with MVP, Lashley, Brendan Vink, and Shane Thorne, which I'll be honest. I'd be on board with. I'm all I'm all for factions. That's how you bring up new people. You put Heck them in yeah, a man. faction, let them thrive, let them try new things, yep. um, give them a cool T-shirt. Uh, yep. I'm fine with that. You need factions in this NMT arena era. More people, the you better. definitely do. Exactly. Coughing all each coughing all in each other's faces. And everything. <laughs> that's all. That's all I think of these days when I think of people being near each other. Just everybody's. Oh, like, I know. <laughs> 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 like even I was on my I was on my run this morning. And like there's like a couple of old people coming my way, and like or no, there's there's this happened a couple times. There's like an old lady coming my way, and like the only way I could go, like I didn't think to like, I was on the right side, she was on the left side of the sidewalk, uh-huh. but she like wasn't, you know, she was like nearer to the street, so like all I can go into was like this patch of grass near the school, 
which was also had a gate on it. So like, I can only go so far away from her. You couldn't sh- get the six feet, huh? Is what you're yeah. Like, and she wouldn't budge. She looked pleasant enough. She like smiled at me and everything, but I'm like, lady, I'm, I might be a carrier. So I coughed at her to teach her a lesson. All right. I didn't do that. I totally, and what, I was going to say, it was her reaction to me. Just, <laughs> <laughs> she immediately withered, dithered away. <laughs> so confirmed, I'm a carrier. <laughs> uh, handsome, be wonderful. Fantasy book a cast. Fantasy book a cast that all of quarantine is just a dream. Otis was having, a la Dorothy and Wizard of Oz. All right. So Wizard of Oz cast. So you get Scarecrow, Tin Man, Cowardly Lion, and those are all. I don't know, like. I don't remember if they're actually relatives. I see the movie countless times. Relatives are people who work on uh, the the Gale farm. Um, yeah, at least one of them was a relative. Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, there's there's Aunt Aunt M. Aunt M. Yeah, and then I guess her uncle was there. But there's also you know I th- maybe the three people who just work on the farm that were represented <laughs> by the Scarecrow, Tin Man, Cowardly Lion. But then again, I don't remember. So, if Otis is Dorothy, and he's waking up from this, thinking Bad. he just experienced this, this, this adventure, winning money in the bank, uh, uh, wooing Mandy, etc., he wakes up. Mm-hmm. So we need a Dolph, because also in, in 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 Dorothy's real life, the there was someone that was trying to take, I believe, take the farm from her family, and that the the actress who played. That person was the Wicked Witch of the West. Okay, so Dolph is his so old, Dolph would be there. Dolph is his old high school friend who uh, was the guy in high school used to bully him. Yeah, why would he be and there at it, bedside though? No, he wouldn't be because he wouldn't be at the very end. I'm saying the actress who played the Wicked Witch of the West was also beginning the movie in a different role, and she tried to take Toto. So we wake up, and the person that was Mandy would be like his sister. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Tucky would be Good his Lord. dad. I Good don't know. Lord. I don't know. What a weird question. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, is that it? I mean, there's more. Okay, we'll read a couple more then. Uh, Dark Dank Lucha, kayfabe wise, the people's elbow uh, makes sense. Lol, all the running back and forth charges his cells with electricity. <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, thus paralyzing the opponent upon. Uh, elbow drop. Can't argue with that logic. Gareth Nicholas, Otis needs to scream, "I'm coming!" Right before his finish, finishing fun splash. That'd be that'd be great. That'd be good. Dang MQ Serenity now is another good moment from Jerry Stiller on Seinfeld. Agreed. Oh, great. I think my dog is shitting herself. Over there. Oh dear. She's like heck uh, snoring and like it smells like her asshole. So dear. Berg the Great, <laughs> world's strongest slam for Otis. That'd kind of be like an adapted compactor because that's essentially what Mark Henry did with the world's strongest slam with the power slam where. He kind of fell upon a, the the person taking it. Yeah, something like that. Something to take advantage of the fact that he's a giant. Stevie Bradley says that's how lessons are taught now. Cough on people, twenty twenty, y'all. Don't cough on people. Don't no, please don't people. do. Don't take it. Don't take any of my advice. No, no. They might dither away. Uh, Mister Sinister says Corbin would be the scarecrow. That's good. Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a really good. good one. Yeah. Yeah, Dolph Cowardly Lion. I feel like the Cowardly Lion would be Tucky. Yeah, that's good. Who's the Tin Man? I don't know because Dolph doesn't or Otis doesn't really have. Oh, 
Uh, you got to have it'd be Tucky, it'd be Daniel Bryan, it'd be Drew Gulak because they uh, had that six man tag match on SmackDown. Daniel Bryan kind of looks like the Cowardly Lion. Okay, guys, you want to fight? I got to watch that again today. That was so good. That was good. All right, there Anyways, you go, Cass. That's it for today. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. We'll be back tonight with our raw review. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.